Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live to Aquatic Wetline Radio Show with your host, the aquatic man himself, Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is a one-stop radio show for everything freshwater, including cichlids, catfish, oddballs, plagos, and much more. Plus, we will be discussing saltwater and reptiles. Aquatic Wetline is your original fish keeper podcast that started it all for the fish keepers. What is on the aquatic discussion tonight? Let's dive down into the Aquatic Wetline headquarters and find out. Here's your host, Aqua Alex. Take it away, Alex. The Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by Atari Tales USA. School of Fish, Inc., Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish, and Blue View Aquatics. Don't forget to head to your local fish store or pet shop to pick up some Hikari products, such as our famous Hikari Bio-Pure Frozen Foods, which include delicious treats such as bloodworms, mysis shrimp, brine shrimp, and more. If you live in Western Massachusetts, be sure to stop by School of Fish, Inc., and Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish for the finest quality of freshwater and saltwater livestock, fish tanks, and more. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Remember, you can download today's podcast via iTunes or by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash AquaAlex. Now, AquaAlex, take it away. Happy Easter from all of us at the Aquatic Wetline to all of you listening right now to this show. Oscar Alex really hopes you guys have a fantastic Easter. Don't forget to purchase your fish some delicious Akari goodies from your local fish store or pet store. Akari offers some fantastic treats such as frozen bloodworms, frozen brine shrimp, or even some delicious pellets, such as Akari Cichlid Gold. So offer your fish the finest quality products with Akari this Easter. And if you're from Western Massachusetts, check out School Fish, Inc. right here in Springfield, Massachusetts for some wonderful aquarium equipment and aquarium fish in both freshwater and saltwater. So once again, Happy Easter to all of our listeners. Now, let's get on to the big fat Easter bunny, Oscar Ellis Cardinelli, live from Springfield, Mass. Good evening, fish keepers, and welcome to a fantastic episode of the Aquatic Wetline here live on this fine Sunday evening. I'm your host, Oscar Alex, and you're tuned in live to the 140th episode of the Aquatic Wetline. That's right, today's episode is number 140, which means we're 10 episodes away from our historic 150th episode. We're just going to have prizes and such. 
So we are only 10 more episodes away. Anyways, I've got a fun show coming your way tonight. I'm going to be talking about one of my personal favorite catfishes of all time. Now, the catfish I'm going to be talking about today is a catfish that is known by many names. So if you live in a different country or a different state in the United States of America, you might know this catfish as a different name. But up here in the Northeast, in Massachusetts and New England, we know this catfish as a sun catfish. You might know this catfish as a golden eclipse catfish, or you might know this catfish as a golden red-tailed catfish, or an Asian yellow catfish. There's a variety of names for this catfish, but we're going to talk about all of the same fish today. We're talking about the sun catfish, and the sun catfish is one of my personal favorite catfishes of all time, and it actually is my favorite catfish to put in an Oscar Cichlid Aquarium. You guys know I love Oscars, and the sun cats are one of the best catfish to keep with Oscars. So if you don't know about the sun catfish already, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about sun catfish right here, right now on the aquatic wetline. I personally think a lot of fish keepers really do need to consider keeping sun catfish. They are one awesome catfish, and I feel that every fish keeper should have them. I mean, they've got a lot of beautiful coloration, nice nice gold to yellow coloration and a nice black spot on them. And they're actually a very beautiful catfish, very nice, and they get pretty big, too, as well. They've got a very nice catfish look to them and a nice catfish feel to them. So um, if you're into big catfish like I am, you're going to enjoy this catfish. Obviously, if you keep smaller fish like guppies and the community fish, you don't want a sun catfish. But if you have Oscars, Jack Dempsey's, and larger growing cichlids and larger growing fish, a sun catfish is going to do well for you. Now, I often uh, I often compare a sun catfish to a channel catfish or a bullhead catfish or a flathead catfish because they're very awesome in that aspect. They remind me of a they remind me of a channel catfish. They're like an Indian version of a channel catfish. They're very awesome. And the good thing about them is they don't get as big as a channel catfish. So I really recommend you guys get a uh, sun catfish. So, yep, that's right. Tonight we're talking about sun catfish. Now, tonight our agenda is I'm going to talk about why I like sun catfish. I'll talk about some prices for sun catfish. I'll talk about how to keep sun catfish. I'll talk about tank mates for sun catfish, and I'll have a nice discussion on sun catfish. It's going to be an awesome show. Now, if you have any questions, don't be afraid. Go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and ask a question on sun catfish or share your thoughts on why you love sun catfish or discuss how many sun catfishes you're keeping or just chat sun catfish. I'd love to hear from you. 
1-347-989-8142. And again, if you're listening live, you can call in at 1-347-989-8142 anytime during the show. I will answer your call as it comes in. And I apologize if I don't answer it right away. Please hang on the line when you call in. I'll answer it as soon as I see your call on the studio. So if you have any questions, you're listening live, one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. However, if you're listening to the archive version of today's episode, you can ask your questions on Twitter by tweeting to at Alice Cardinelli one and I'll answer your questions whenever I see them. Or if you're listening live to the show right now and you can't call in because it's late. All right, so uh, hopefully you guys are able to hear me if you're listening live to the show. I understand we're having some uh, technical issues right now, and I'm not sure what uh, what's going on, but hopefully you can hear me live. If not, what you can you think we'll continue listening to the archive version of uh, today's show. Now, I just discussed what I liked about Sun Catfish. And now I'm going to go ahead and discuss the price ranges of sun catfish because I do know that sun catfish might not be available in every area of the world, but they could be available um, around the world in other uh, cities and countries as well. So let's talk about the price range of uh, sun catfish. So, the prices of sun catfish is going to vary from place to place, like I just mentioned. Um, but in my area, this is what I pay for a baby juvenile sun catfish, which you're going to find generally in your area. It's hard finding large sun catfish. But for a two inch um, sun catfish, I would pay about. Three dollars, or excuse me, about six dollars. Three dollars. Where the hell did I get that from? Um, unless you live in a a really cheap area, you're not going to find three dollars. So I do apologize for for mentioning that. But for our juvenile sun catfish, you will find them generally for five to eight dollars is what you would find for a juvenile sun catfish. Now. They're generally going to be on the three to four inch size when you find a sun catfish. You might find them at two inches. Um, and if you do find a one to two inch sun catfish, then the three dollars comes into effect. I think a one to two inch sun catfish would be three to four dollars, and the three to five inch sun catfish would be like five to eight dollars. And then going up from five to eight inches would be anywhere from twenty dollars. Sun catfishes are generally inexpensive if they are common in your area. However, when I lived in Florida, they weren't uh, as available as they are up here, and I would pay anywhere from $10 to $30 for a juvenile sun catfish. So it just depends on your area, but they aren't as expensive as some of the other catfishes that are out there. So I definitely do like the sun cats, and I definitely do recommend paying the money to get one. But again, they're not as expensive as some of the other catfishes out there. All right, so I figured that would be a good way to start our show, and I figured I'd start by discussing why I like the sun catfish and the prices for uh, sun catfish. 
And again, if you have any questions, you're listening live, feel free to go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I would be more than happy to uh, answer your questions here on the Aquatic Wetline Sun Catfish discussion. All right, now we're going to get to the history and the information of sun catfish because it's always important to learn the information about a fish that I'm talking about that I really do like. So here is some information from Wikipedia on the sun catfish. Now, bear with me. I'm going to pronounce a scientific name. And if you guys have been following my shows here on Blog Talk Radio, you guys know I have a hard time pronouncing scientific names. So if I sound bad, go ahead and laugh. I give you the exact permission to laugh if I botch this name. Alex is going to botch this name. I bet you I'm going to botch this name. But if I get it right, then, hey, I'm happy. But the scientific name for the sun catfish is Horoborgus brachysomi. All right, Horoborgus brachysomi is a species of catfish endemic to India. It is known as Gunther's catfish or yellow catfish. Now it's also known as Mianajurki in its native range. It is also known by a host of other names such as bullseye catfish, golden red-tailed catfish, solar catfish, and sun catfish. Aged brysoma, or sun catfish, has a large head and a wide mouth. The eyes are large and can be seen from below the fish. The body is yellowish with a black shoulder spot surrounded by a lighter outline. This fish can reach a length of 18 inches. However, in the home aquarium, it is not expected that the sun catfish will reach over 18 inches. In the home aquarium, the sun catfish usually reaches about 12 to 14 inches in total length. In the home aquarium, the sun catfish is a very, very slow-growing species. Okay? All right. Now we are going to um, talk about where these sun catfish come from. Now the sun catfish is known from the Kerala backwaters in India, the Zamband Lake, and I apologize if I mispronounced that, the Chakalide River in India, the News Ravati River of South Karnataka, and the Uttara Canada district of India. And I apologize if I mispronounced those. Those are some weird names for rivers in India. But what's take away from this is that the sun catfish comes from India. They occur in smooth, flowing areas with much vegetation. Now, the sun catfish is found in smooth, flowing areas with much vegetation. Now, the... Prairie River in Karula, India, is the best habitat to find sun catfish. It is the most tasty and most costly catfish of all the catfish that live in the in, in India. Now, now sun catfish is very popular in India. 
and um, it is considered an endangered species in India because of this. A lot of people like to fish them for food or fish them for the aquarium hobby, and this is causing them to become very endangered down in India. Now, this species occupies lowland areas of rivers and backwaters with a mud or sand substrate. It's also been recorded in deep pools and hill streams. The diet of the sun catfish has been studied. It is an unspecified feeder and eats a variety of meaty foods. Food items include crustaceans, mollusks, and fish. It is an unspecialized feeder and will eat anything that has protein. It loves meat like crustaceans, mollusks, and fish. Adults may consume insects and even frogs. Stomachs of these fish contain detris, which is indicative of its bottom feeding habits. This flexible diet is beneficial in its variable habitat in which food, food availability is affected by moonsins. Feeding rate is known to increase during the breeding season in the months following the moonsin season. Spotting occurs before the moonsin and finishes by the southwest moonsin in the summer. Now, believe it or not, the sun catfish is very, very popular down in India, and it has a very good relationship with humans because in India, the sun catfish is very popular food fish. I heard that down in India, they like to eat the sun catfish, and they call the sun catfish a very delicious treat. However, down in India, down in the India food market, a sun catfish is very expensive, so it is a delicacy down in India. But as we know, and as we're talking about tonight, the sun catfish is very popular in the aquarium-keeping hobby. And it's actually more popular in the aquarium hobby than it is as a food fish. Okay? So that is uh, some information from Wikipedia on the sun catfish. Now let's chat about the care for sun catfish. We'll, talk about, talk, we'll start talking about their maximum standard length. Now, I mentioned a few minutes ago that sun catfish will grow up to 18 inches in the wild. However, they're not going to get past 18 inches in a home aquarium. I have never seen a sun catfish past 14 inches in the home aquarium. So I'm going to say on today's show that a sun catfish in a home aquarium is going to grow between 12 to 14 inches. And... Um, if you have a sun catfish that is bigger than 14 inches in your home aquarium, then kudos to you. Congratulations to you. But I personally feel that a sun catfish will not grow past 14 inches in the home aquarium. And one reason for that is because sun catfish are really slow growers. That's right. Sun cats grow really slow. So... If you are dedicated to keeping a sun catfish for, let's say, 10 years, then you might be able to get a sun catfish to 18 inches. But generally, um, I feel they only grow to be 12 to 14 inches in the home aquarium. Now, with a sun catfish growing 12 to 14 inches, a tank size for a sun catfish needs to be at least a 75-gallon aquarium at the bare minimum. 
I think a 75-gallon aquarium should be what you're after for a sun catfish. Working your way up to a 125-gallon aquarium to a 300-gallon aquarium. Now, sun catfishes are able to be kept in schools. You can have three or four sun catfish, but obviously you would need a 220-gallon aquarium, in my opinion, for three or four sun catfish, or even a 300-gallon aquarium would be awesome for your sun cats as well. These are a very, very social animal. They like to be kept in schools. However, they can also be kept singly as well. I've had no problems keeping my sun catfish single, and they seem to do well singly as well. It is not required to have a school of sun catfish, but it does make them feel more comfortable. But unlike odal sinkless catfish or Corridorus, they can do fine singly as well. So tank size, again, would be 75 gallons and up, in my honest opinion. All right. Now let's talk about maintenance for the sun catfish. Now the sun catfish is a nocturnal species, which means it's only going to come out at night. So provide dim lighting and refugies in the form of big chunks of bogwood, tangles of uh, beach branches, large rocks, or lengths of plastic piping of a suitable bore. Now, when I first got my sun catfish, uh, a good man that I met by the name of Ron um, gave me a plastic pipe tube that he made for his sun catfish. And uh, they're very nice, too. My sun catfish still hide in that. So you want to provide any sort of decorations for your sun catfish to hide because these sun catfish will hide. They're going to hide 95% of the day, and, and you'll see them during feeding. But you'll see them more at nighttime because they are a catfish that likes to hide. So make sure you provide a lot of hiding spaces for your catfish because they are a fish that likes to hide. Now, rocks work well, tubes work well, driftwood works well, or even clay pots will work well. Now, ensure that any decor is either secured or is too heavy to be moved around by the fish. That's very true because if the fish is able to move the decor, it can fall on them and hurt them. Now, a large and efficient biological filtration system is needed to cope with the amount of waste produced by a fish of this size. And with, and with any other large fish, it's going to need a big filtration. All right. What are conditions for the sun catfish? Temperature needs to be 74 degrees Fahrenheit to 70, uh, 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Again, temperature should be 74 degrees Fahrenheit to 77 degrees Fahrenheit. And I find with sun catfish, if it goes lower than 74 degrees Fahrenheit, they don't do well. They'll stop eating. They'll stress out. Their colors are going to be very pale, and eventually they're going to die. So I would recommend keeping it from 74 degrees Fahrenheit to 77 degrees Fahrenheit is what sun catfish prefer. Most fish that come from India are used to warmer waters as well. So definitely do not keep sun catfish in any water that is lower than 74 degrees Fahrenheit. They're, gonna, they're going to uh, perish in them and slowly die. So they need to be kept in 74 degrees Fahrenheit to 77 degrees Fahrenheit to in, in order to make sure your fish is very happy. Now, pH can be anywhere from 6.0 to 7.5. I've never had an issue with my pH 
of uh, keeping my son Catfish ha- uh, happy. And the pH should be, again, be anywhere from um, 6.0 to 7.5. And it's a very good way of keeping your uh, son Catfish very, very happy. All right. Now we know the water conditions of sun catfish. You should know, again, ammonia needs to be zero, like any fish. Uh, high ammonia could harm your sun catfish. Let's move on down to the diet of sun catfish. Now, a sun catfish is not going to be a picky eater. It's going to feed on smaller fish, invertebrates, and plant matter. Because in the wild, a sun catfish eats smaller fish, invertebrates, and plant matter. Although, thankfully, there is no need to offer live feeder fish in the aquarium. Most specimens are easy to feed, accepting a wide range of dried and meaty frozen foods. Feed a mixture of dried pellets as well as frozen prawns, mussels, earthworms, etc. Now, sun catfish aren't picky eaters by all means of the imagination. They'll eat just about anything. They'll eat uh, bloodworms, shrimp, etc. But here is what I feed my sun catfish, if you're wondering. I feed my sun catfish live brine shrimp. I feed my sun cat worms, black worms, hikari bloodworms. And by the way, hikari bloodworms are the best bloodworms to use on the market because they're sterilized. There's no bacteria living in those bloodworms. Brine shrimp. My uh, sun catfish actually loves the Akari cichlid sticks as well and market shrimp. So sun, catf- sun catfish will eat anything you give to them. They're not picky at all, and they're going to love you for feeding them. My two sun catfish will eat anything, and they'll eat more than I eat because they love to eat. They are very good eaters, and I actually love seeing them eat. They eat more than I do, for God's sakes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but they love to eat, and I love feeding my sun catfish. So that is what you guys can feed your uh, sun catfish. All right, what an awesome start to today's show on Sun Catfish. If you have any questions, don't be hesitant. Go ahead and call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and join the chat on Sun Catfish. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and take our first commercial break of the night. Coming up next here on the Aquatic Wetline and our discussion on Sun Catfish. I'm going to talk about tank mates for the sun catfish, and we're going to have a general discussion on sun catfish with some wonderful questions that people were asking me on Facebook earlier today. So stick around for topics of tank mates or sun catfish and a general discussion on sun catfish. This commercial break is being sponsored by Akari Seals USA, who has some delicious food for your sun catfish. School of Fish, Inc., who also stocks plenty of sun catfish and tank mates for your sun catfish. The International Aquarium Association, or also known as the International Aquatic Association, and Jambox for all of my wonderful guitar-keeping friends, and, of course, our favorite radio stations, Aquatics Euphoria, Dakota Aquatics Plus, Piffin USA. And after this commercial break, we're going to hear a song from Britney Spears called Baby One More Time. So we're back with more of the Aquatic Wetline after this commercial break. So stick around, my friends, and call in 1-347-989-8142.
Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus, micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Hikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles, and Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Close Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C, on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. IAA channel now! We can help you with planted tanks, saltwater tanks, community tanks, filtration, DIY, lighting, dosing, CO2, discus, angelfish, German blue rams, African cichlids, and any other community fish. Subscribe to the IAA channel today! Thank you, IAA! Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. Aquatics Euphoria, a podcast about fish, all things fish and everything fish. Let William T. and his co-hosts dive deep into your tank and come up with a great fish species topic for a great show. Check out Aquatic Euphoria today for an enjoyable fish show. William T. and his co-hosts do it all. Salt water, fresh water, and yes, plants and even specials on other interesting topics. Surf over there, right after this wonderful show here on Blog Talk Radio.
Dakota Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium-keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show, Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus. Did you know that William T. has a new podcast on Blog Talk Radio? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, kids. Teens and in-betweens. Epiphany is a podcast about revelations, sudden awarenesses and innuendos. William T. will discuss topic by topic, week by week or maybe day by day. You never know with William T. This podcast is controversial at best, interesting at least. Come join William T. at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash epiphany USA. Come hear what all the hype is about. William T. slam dunks his attitude with rants, political slurs about governmental blunders, world events and where this world is headed from a revelational point of view. See if this podcast don't grab your fancy. Come on. What are you waiting for? Come sit beside William T. and take part in a podcast that promises to be inviting, action-packed and just plain crazy at times. Come hear some senseless jargon and an attitude from the shrewd dude from South Carolina. The old man of mayhem, William T. Come on be brave and go there right now. Well, wait until this show is over first though. Okay, so we're going to hear our first song of the evening, and this song is called Baby One More Time from Britney Spears, and you guys know I'm 21 years old, so I'm still a young man. This is a song that I grew up as my childhood, and I really do like it. Now, earlier today, one of our listeners of the Aquatic Wetline asked, why do I play music on a fish show? Well, I play music for one reason, one reason only, and that is that so I can entertain you for three or four minutes because, as you know, I talk about fish for an hour or two, and sometimes I uh, need to rest my voice. So two reasons why I play music on the Aquatic Wetline. One is for the entertainment, for a commercial break, and two is to rest my voice for three or four minutes. So hopefully now you know why I play music here on the Aquatic Wetline. Anyways, let's hear the song, Baby, One More Time. Yeah. 
listeners of the Aquatic Wetline, did you know you can call in live right now to ask any fish questions or join tonight's fish chat? Just simply dial 1-347-989-8142. You may ask any fish questions you might have or chat with us about tonight's subject. You can also ask our guests any questions you might have as well. So go ahead and call in 1-347-989-8142. Please go to a quiet location and turn off the speaker on your phone. Please wait until we see your call and bring you live. So go ahead and call in 1-347-989-8142. Give us a holla if you hear us. You are now tuned in to the one and only Fish Keeping Podcast on Blog Talk Radio that started it all. With over 100 episodes, the Aquatic Wetline has something for you. What is Alex going to discuss next? Let's get back to the show to find out. Remember... You can call in anytime at 1-347-989-8142. Now, back to Aqua Alex. And we're back here live on the Aquatic Wetline. And you're tuned in to the Aquatic Wetline on this fine Sunday evening live here on Blog Talk Radio. And tonight I'm talking about one of my personal favorite catfishes of all time, and my personal favorite tank mate for Oscars when it comes to catfish. Now, sun catfish are very awesome, and we had an awesome start to this great show, talking about a great catfish. Now, before commercial break, I discussed why I like sun catfish. The price range for sun catfish, I shared some awesome information on sun catfish, And we talked about feeding catfish before we went to commercial break. And now we're going to talk about tank mates for the sun catfish and share some basic information on sun catfish. However, I do want to give a collar plug in again. If you're listening live to the show, you can go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142 and ask any sun catfish questions you might have or share why you like sun catfish. That's 1-347-989-8142. And I definitely look forward to answering your sun catfish questions. So, again, one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right, so let's dive back into the topic of uh, sun catfish. Now I want to talk about tank mates for sun catfish. Now, the sun catfish is very peaceful for its size, and it'll do well in a community of other placid, similarly-sized fish. Now, of course, as any fish that gets a foot long it will eat any tank mate it can fit in its mouth, so be warned. You obviously don't want to put this catfish in a tank of neon tetras or cardinal tetras or mollies or platies or those small feeder fishes I like to call. 
So you don't want to put them in a tick that has community fish because they're going to have lunch and they're going to be a happy camper. It's going to be like an all-day buffet for them because they have all these fish to eat. They have a whole variety of fish to eat. They'll be in heaven. So don't put them in a community tank with all those feeder fish. All right. Now, decent choices for tank mates include larger cherisins and larger barbs, like silver dollars, like bale sharks, like tinfoil barbs, like flagtail prochalotus, leperinus, or any of those larger cherisins and barbs would do well with your uh, sun catfish. Um, even some of the sharks, like the red-tailed sharks, the rainbow sharks, the black sharks will all do well with a sun catfish. Other big catfish would do well with sun catfishes as well, like uh, Raphael catfish, uh, Lima Shovelnose catfish, or any of the other larger catfish. Arowanas will do well with sun catfish. Palpaturus bikers will do well with sun catfish. Datnoids and peacock bass, cichla species, will do well with um, sun catfish. They also are perfect for South American cichlid tanks like Oscars and um, angelfish tanks and uh, things like that. You can also keep them in a cichlid tank. They do well with Jack Dempsey's and some of the aggressive cichlids out there as well because they eat leftover food at the bottom of the tank and they'll eat other food as well. They're a good cleanup crew. I love my sun cats for being a nice uh, cleanup crew. But as they say with catfish, you don't want to feed them to rely on cleaning up the bottom of the tank. They have to have regular food just like any other fish would as well. Now, you can also keep them with African cichlids, but I personally would not recommend it because they come from different waters. Now, I've seen people on Facebook posting videos of having fun catfish with African cichlids, and it's something that I definitely, definitely definitely am against. I definitely would not recommend it. So avoid doing it at all costs. But if you're one of those fish keepers that like mixing different fish from all over the world, then it can be done. But it adds a ton of stress to the fish, and I avoid doing it. So definitely don't do it because you could have an ill effect on the fish, and the fish could die. But, yeah, those are your tank mates. First, sun catfish. And there isn't a lot of fish that can't live with sun catfish because sun catfish aren't aggressive, but they will eat smaller fish. So obviously, you don't want to mix in smaller fish with your sun catfish. You need to be big enough not to be eaten. And again, with sun catfish, obviously, a tank much larger than a 55-gallon aquarium, if suggested, would be new to house this type of community. However, a sun catfish will not squabble with con specifics and can be kept singly or as a small group like I have mentioned. Now, my specific tank mate choices for a sun catfish would be other sun catfish, if you have a big tank, uh, would be Oscars, Severums, Chocolate Cichlids, Angelfish, and some South American Cichlids, and also some Silver Dollars. You could also go to Indian scene and have your uh, sun catfish with some barbs that come from India and some other fish that come from India to go with your sun cat as well. So you've got a wide variety of tank mates for sun catfish. All right, moving on down to the next topic of sun catfish, and that is sexing your sun catfish. You probably cannot 
fix your sun catfish. Even if you could, you will not likely breed them. The size explain how to breed them artificially. They give you the inside scoop on the web. However, you cannot get the equipment, which could possibly be chirogenics, handily, or the chemicals you need. They sell many chemicals in Thailand that you can't find here in the United States of America. They breed a lot of their fish artificially using chirogenics, and obviously it's very rare for an uh, average fish hobbyist to do that here in the United States of America. So obviously you cannot breed or sex sun cats here in the United States unless you're a sun cat expert. So that's tank mates and sexing for uh, sun catfish so far here on the aquatic wetline. Okay, now let's give a basic summary of sun catfish and what I had discussed tonight. The sun catfish has a large head with large eyes and a wide mouth. It has a yellowish body and a prominent black shoulder spot that easily helps identify the fish. The fish is about 12 to 14 inches in length in the aquarium hobby, but could reach 18 inches in the wild. The sun catfish also has a hard spine, a dorsal fin, and an adipose fin. It has four pairs of barbels, two mandibles, one maxillary, and one nozzle. If you thought you knew a creature with many names, think again. The sun catfish originates from India, and it has a number of names. Some of these include spotted side catfish, solar catfish, gunter's catfish, bull-eyed catfish, eclipse catfish, as well as uh, golden red-tailed catfish. They're also known as Horobogris bricosima. Whatever name you give the catfish, they all smell the same and look the same. Now, the sun catfish get to the market at less than two inches. They are nocturnal and not easy to see. If you want them to appear from their hideout, you can use cichlid pellets. In fact, the sun catfish are only comfortable in their hiding nooks and crannies. The sun catfish eat all sorts of foods that are edible. They grab little cichlid pellets, flake foods, and any other small fish that can fit, fit in their mouths. The sun catfish love live worms, ghost shrimp, and live brine shrimp. They are a great addition to any aquarium that has uh, big or medium-growing fish in them. Now, this species is an important source of food to the Indians. It is also sold for aquarium hobbyists. The sun cat is an endangered species, and for the past few years, it has reduced in population due to some of the following factors. Habitat, aeration, pollution, over-exploration, etc. This species is compatible with any other non-aggressive large fish, and obviously if you have small fish that can fit in the mouth of the sun catfish, be sure that those will not survive in the same tank as the sun catfish. The sun catfish also requires a large tank because of its large size. Being nocturnal, the fish favors dark conditions. Now, are sun catfish for beginners? Absolutely, yes. I could say that sun catfish are for beginners. 
Now, in my opinion, if a beginner uh, does their research, I feel that a beginner could keep a sun catfish. Now, obviously, if this is a beginner that goes to the fish store and buys a 20-gallon aquarium or a 25-gallon aquarium and buys tetras, bars, platys, and mollies, and buy the sun catfish, then obviously I don't think that kind of a beginner should have a sun catfish. But if this is a beginner that does their research and wants to enjoy the hobby, I think a beginner could keep a uh, sun catfish. I personally recommend a beginner to do their research before going out and buying uh, sun catfish. That way you save yourself lots and lots of trouble later on because a sun catfish will eat anything they can get their mouth around. But yes, a beginner who is interested in Oscars and cichlids and some of the larger growing fish could keep a sun catfish in their home aquarium without any problems at all. Sun catfish are very, very easy to keep, and hence is why I don't have much information on sun catfish for tonight's show, because they're very easy to keep. There's not too much to talk about for uh, sun catfish. A very cool-looking catfish, and a catfish that... Um, I feel most beginners and most fish keepers could be able to keep in the aquarium, provided they know that a sun catfish is going to get very big. So, yes, a sun catfish can be kept by beginners. All right, the next question that was asked to me on Facebook was, can a sun catfish live alone or be kept in a group? Now, I've, I've talked about this tonight on the Aquatic Wetland already. But a sun catfish can be kept alone, and it can be kept in a group. So the answer to your question is it can be kept in both ways. Now, and when they're kept in a group, I find they tend to grow faster. I don't know what the reason is for that. But when I keep my sun catfishes in two, three, or four groups, um, they tend to grow faster. And the good thing about this species is you don't have to have a number. You don't have, you don't have to have an exact number of species together. I have kept two together without any problems. I've kept three together without any problems. And I've kept four together without any problems. So that's what I really enjoy about this species is you can have any number of, of catfish together. It can also just keep one together. So, yes, they can be kept alone or kept with other fun catfish. Now, I answered this question as well on the show. What's the smallest tank a sun catfish can live in? Obviously, I'm going to go to a 75-gallon aquarium for life, but obviously you could grow out a sun catfish in a 55-gallon aquarium, or you can grow them out in any size aquarium as long as you give them a 75-gallon aquarium. And my last and final question I got from Facebook is, are sun catfish rare? Well, it's kind of hard for me to answer that because depending on your area, they may be rare for you. But if you live in a big city like I do, then no, they aren't rare. Um, even if they did, if you did live in a city, I'm pretty sure your uh, local fish stores or local pet stores could track down a sun cat. And I'm pretty darn sure your local uh, PetSmart and Petco or whatever chain store you've got can find you a sun catfish as well, because I'm sure Fishmart Inc. and Seagrass Farms can get sun cats as well, and some of the fish farms and uh, wholesalers out there can get sun cats for you easily. So, no, in my honest opinion, sun catfish aren't rare like some of the other species of uh, catfish out there. However, do you know there's actually a second species of sun catfish out there, and those are really rare. Those are a brown version of a sun cat. I don't know the name of it, but um, it is a nice fish. It's a different species of 
Hagaborum, but um, or actually, excuse me, it's a different species of Horobolgris that is out there. I don't know the really name of it, but if you did a, if you did a, a Google search of Horobolgris, you will find the different species of sun catfish that are uh, currently out there. However, if you look up, um, however, the Horobolgris brachisomi is a very common catfish and is not rare in the aquarium hobby whatsoever, in my honest opinion. All right, well, that's all I have on suncats for you. I think I pretty much covered everything. Like I said, the sun catfish is not a hard fish to keep at all, and I feel that a beginner could keep a sun catfish. Now, if you have any questions, do feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I'll answer your question. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I will answer your question. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take our final commercial break of the night. And after the commercial break, I'm going to answer your questions if you guys call in. And I'm also going to um, announce some radio show announcements. I've got some announcements to make this weekend. These are all some good announcements, so stay tuned to hear these fantastic announcements. And we're going to hear one more song during this commercial break, but I'll announce what the song is before I play it. So, again, if you've got any questions, the number to call in is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two for listening live. All right, let's hear our final commercial break of the night. When we come back, I got some announcements to make. Do you own a local fish store in your area? Do you own an online aquarium shop? Well, contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com and get yourself a radio commercial advertising your business. The Aquatic Wetline is heard by over 200 people for each episode, so get your name out there. Please contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com so we can advertise your business. We advertise fish stores, aquarium shops, YouTube channels, and anything in the freshwater and saltwater fish keeping hobby. So if you're interested in advertising your business, Please contact us, Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com, and we will prepare you with an awesome commercial for this show. Would you like your topical fish question answered live on our Fish Keepers United Question and Answer? Then send all of your tropical fish questions to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. You can ask any freshwater or saltwater questions you have. We look forward to answering your questions. So submit them to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. No question is too dumb. We'll answer them all. So send them in right now. Would you like to be a guest on the Fish Keepers United series? This series has become very successful after our first four episodes. I love interviewing fish keepers. So, if you're a fish keeper and you're interested in asking Aqua Alex questions 
and you're interested in Aqua Alex asking you questions, please contact Aqua Alex so you can be booked on the Fish Keeper United series. Contact Aqua Alex at AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. That's AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. Or you can message him on his personal Facebook account, Aqua Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you on Fish Keepers United. Hey! Call it all Fish Keepers! Join the Aquatic Wetline live on Wednesday, March 18th, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern as Oscar Alex and Discus Man William T. will have a no-holds-barred fight live on the Aquatic Wetline. That's right, Oscar Alex and Discus Man William T. are going to do battle. They're going to have a debate on monster fish versus feeder fish. And by feeder fish, we're not talking about feeder guppies or feeder goldfish. We're talking about the small fish that live in community aquariums. Which side of the fence are you on? Are you for monster fish or are you for feeder fish? Join us live Wednesday, March 18th, 2015 for a discussion on monster fish and feeder fish. Some of the topics we're going to talk about are... Is it morally right to feed monster fish smaller fish? Why does Aqua Alex like monster fish? And much more. So join this fun show live March 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern. You're welcome to call in and be a part of this great show and let your voice be heard on monster fish and feeder fish. Anyone who calls into the show will be played on our 150th episode as one of our best callers on the Aquatic Wetline history. So join us live March 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern for Monster Fish vs. Feeder Fish. And Discus Man William T., be prepared because I will eat you. Are you ready for the aquatic wetline to make history? But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No! I said, are you Well then, join us on Saturday, March 21st, 2015 at 8pm Eastern as the Aquatic Wetline will be celebrating its 150th episode. We're going to celebrate our 150th episode with some prizes in each hour. We're going to have a two hour extravaganza with prizes for all you the listeners. Hikari is sponsoring the first half of the show, and I'm sponsoring the second half of the show. There is prizes for everyone, so make sure you call in to win yourself a prize on Saturday, March 21st, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Also, on our 150th episode, we're going to have a blast from the past, 
And I'm going to make a very special announcement that's going to shake Blog Talk Radio to its foundation. So join us live for our 150th episode on Saturday, March 21st for prizes, special announcement, and a very special guest. Live March 21st is our 150th episode. So be there. Be there as the Aquatic Wetline makes it big time. Live Saturday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern for our 150th episode. Alright, so the next song is another one of my personal favorite songs. And the name of this song is Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z. And you might recognize this song from... Austin Power is one of my personal favorite songs from my childhood. So the name of the song is Hard Knock Life. And coming up next on the Aquatic Wetline, I'll make some radio show announcements. So stick around, friends. Take the bass line out. Uh-huh. Here uh-huh. go. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Let it bump. Uh-huh. Driving some of the hottest cars New Yorkers ever seen. For dropping some of the hottest verses rappers ever heard. From the dope spot with the smoke block singing the murder scene. You know me well from nightmares of a lonely cell. My only hell was since when y'all niggas know me to fail. Fuck nah, we all my niggas with the rubber grip. Or shots. And if you with me, mama, rubber your tits. And whatnot. I'm from the school of the hard knock. We must not let outsiders violate our block. And my block of the world and sit at 50-50, uh-huh, let's take the dough and stay real jiggy, uh-huh, let's sip the Chris and get pissy-pissy, flow infinitely like the memory of my nigga Biggie, baby, you know it's hell when I come through, the life and times of Sean Carter, nigga, volume two, y'all niggas get ready. Niggas locked down in a 10 by 4 controlling the house. We live in hard knocks. We don't take over, we ball blocks. Burn them down and you can have it back, daddy. I'd rather that. I float for chicks wishing. They ain't have to strip to pay tuition. I see your vision, mama. I put my money on the long shots. All my ballers that's born the clock. No more be on top, whether I perform or not. I went from lukewarm to hot. Sleeping on batons and cots, the king size, green machines, the green fives, the scene pies, let the thing between my eyes and the lies like ills. Then I put it down tight grill. I'm tight grill with the phony rappers. Y'all might feel we homies. I'm like still, y'all don't know me. Shit. I'm tight grill. When my situation ain't improving, I'm trying to murder everything moving. Got a lot of beef, so logically, I pray on my foes. Hustling still inside of me. And as far as progress, you be hard-pressed to 
find another rapper hot as me. I gave you prophecy on my first joint, and y'all all lamed out. Didn't really appreciate it till the second one came out. So I stretched the game out, extra name out, the jigger on top, and drop albums non-stop for y'all, nigga. You can buy live fish 
because as a fish keeper, I like to buy live fish as well, or you can buy aquarium equipment, whatever you want. But my prizes are going to be aquarium equipment or two to three Petco gift cards, and hopefully by next Sunday I'll have a definite answer on what my prizes are going to be. But I can guarantee you they're going to be a prize that you are going to love. So uh, definitely, definitely going to be awesome for you, and I can guarantee you you guys are going to enjoy this prize. Now, on top of the prizes, so after the 825 prize and after the 915 prize, I well, let's continue talking about prizes for a second here. Now, um, to win a prize, you have to call in to the show, you, of course, have to interact by calling in live to the show and state your name and state what kind of fish you have and the size of your aquariums. And you have to answer my trivia question. You don't have to answer my trivia question correct necessarily, but you have to answer it at least and give it a shot. Now, um, my trivia questions are going to be somewhat difficult and somewhat easy, but um, they're going to be questions I know you guys know the answer to because all the questions I'm going to ask I have answered on the Aquatic Wetline before. So now is the time to listen to all 140 episodes prior to my 150th episode. So you might have a knowledge of the answer. All right. Now, this is not the question that I'm going to ask, but this is an example of a question that I'm going to ask. What was my first ever fish topic here on the Aquatic Wetline? And again, that is not what I'm going to ask, but that's going to be an example of my trivia question. So that's what it's going to be like here on um, the Aquatic Wetline. And I'm going to have trivia questions for my prizes, too. So you're going to have six trivia questions on our 150th episode that you guys are going to have to answer. Now, on top of the Akari prizes, I'm going to do a Akari spotlight on the Aquatic Wetline for the first time ever. And I'm going to do some Akari fishery reviews as well on the Aquatic Wetline as well. All right. Now, back on top of, uh, back to where I was going to talk about after I mentioned that. Now, after I do the prizes, I'm going to have a special surprise guest on the Aquatic Wetline, and I've been marketing him as the first radio show appearance of his kind, and he's going to be proud to be on the 150th episode. And then I'm going to have a special groundbreaking announcement that is going to shake Blog Talk Radio's foundation and shake my other two shows' foundation as well. So that's going to be something special as well. You guys are going to be really, really proud of that announcement. And uh, William did hint at it last night on the Aquatic did hint at it at the Aquatic Wet Line last night um, on the Aquatic Wet Line. And I'll tell you guys, the, uh, the announcement is something to do with my other shows here on Blog Talk Radio. Very, very uh, proud uh, accomplishment of mine. But I'll tell you guys about that on our 150th episode. All right. Now, the next thing taking place on our 150th episode is a blast from the past where... Uh, Now, the next thing happening on our 150th episode is our blast from the past where we're playing some of my past callers on the Aquatic Footline. That's going to be something uh, very, very special. And finally, I'm going to have fish topics for our 150th episode. 
All right, and our final announcement for tonight's show is I have some awesome shows coming up for you this week here on the Aquatic Wetline. So I've got, let's see, I've got five or six shows for you, yeah, five shows for you this week on the Aquatic Wetline. They're all going to be wonderful shows. So here's the schedule for this coming week here on the Aquatic Wetline. Live this Tuesday, March 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be talking about the best fish for beginners. And then Wednesday, March 11th, 2015, at 8 p.m. Eastern, Discus Man William T. returns to co-host the show, and we'll be talking about fish food. And I want to tell you guys all the things you need to know about fish food. Then Thursday, March 12th, 2015, at 8 p.m. Eastern, Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour returns. And this Thursday, I'll be talking about the history of Oscar Cichlid. It's going to be a great show because you guys know I love my Oscars. Then Saturday, March 14th, at 8 uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, we've got the Life in the Amazon series, which returns, so we'll talk about dolphins. And yes, there is dolphins that live in the Amazon. So the Life in the Amazon returns on dolphins Saturday, March 14th. And finally, next Sunday, March 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern, Fancy Pucko Hour. We'll talk about my favorite Puckos of all time, L200 Green Phantom Pucko. So I am looking forward to that as well. All right. And finally, my last announcement I'm going to make is I'm looking for some special guests for the Aquatic Wetline. So if you know someone who's interested in being a special guest on the Aquatic Wetline, please have them contact me. Or if you're interested in the fish hobby and you want to talk about fish, let me know, and I'll be happy to interview you here on the Aquatic Wetline. So that's going to be great. All right, thank you for listening to our 140th episode of the Aquatic Wetline. We are now only nine episodes away from our 150th episode starting on Tuesday. All right, have a great rest of your week, and thank you for listening to today's episode of the Aquatic Wetline. I hope you guys are considering getting a fun catfish if you don't have one already. And if you do have a fun catfish, I hope you learned some wonderful information on keeping your sun catfish. Have a great Monday to start your week, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Remember, there's no episode tomorrow, so have a great Monday, and we'll see you on Tuesday. All right, I'm Oscar Alex, and thank you for listening to the Aquatic Wetline. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and please subscribe to us here on uh, the Aquatic Wetline on Blog Talk Radio. And if you enjoyed today's show, please uh, share today's URL on your Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus account. With that being said, good night, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Aquatic Wetline. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to Aquatic Wetline, your one-stop podcast for everything aquarium. Aqua Alex wants to thank you for listening. Return next time for a fun-filled episode. Please check us out on iTunes. Leave a good review if you enjoyed it. And like our fan page on Facebook called Aquatic Wetline Podcast. And join our fan group called Aquatic Wetline Radio fan group on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye fish keepers, and hang on. <laughs>